So it is my turn this week to get turn the clock, Ricky. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it is my turn this week to sure? do the uh, food challenge here. Welcome to CTA. Eagle, Iggy, and you're showing Mocon here in the shipping container. You're so fucked. Uh, you're so screwed. So we're doing the pizza challenge this week. By uh, the way, just so you know, yes. th- there's a rule where you're not supposed to swear on YouTube within the first minute. But about our did. first 45 seconds are just music, <laughs> and I swore at 102. I'm a pro. Yeah, you are a pro's pro there, Eagle. Um, welcome in to CTA, as we are now in the final week of... This is the final week yet, is it? Eh? Uh, yes. You know, it's coming up. Weeks. Well, this week ends on Saturday, starts on Sunday. Sunday will be the, the okay, last week. Okay, so this is the second to last week. Well, whatever. It's last week. We're going to last week. Um... It is the second to last week or last week here. Um, we're getting now to the nitty-gritty, and we'll break it down for you here on Call in the Audible. Uh, just some announcements to do before we get into the, the pizza challenge, which I will be devouring, hopefully, in a half an hour's time. I got to do what? You will whole, not. Whole pizza in half an hour. We'll find out whole if I can Whole pizza or not. in half an hour. Yeah, it's my stomach's going to take a real beating on the way home. Uh, <laughs> okay, so let's just dive into it here. Winter registration, we are on our way. We have a date set now. Are we officially in the uh, registration zone here? What's going yeah, on here? It's open. It is live. It is live now because I had uh, Rich Boy Montessier send me like a weird like Facebook message saying, yo, it's closed. I'm like, huh? What the hell is going on? But Eagle, explain to us uh, the process. So for those who are trying to get themselves signed up for 2024, please. Yep. So it's actually very simple. On the right-hand side, you have a sign-up option. Go under the winter registration. You have two options. You can either register a full team, be a captain, or if you don't have any friends or you want to try out FPF and you like our podcast, if you're listening to this, by the way, thank you. Um, you go ahead and register for individual registration. There's a whole free agent combine program that we offer as well. So you get either added to an existing team or if there's enough hog poshes, misfits, whatever you want to call it, we'll throw you all together and create a free agent team. So... Fill in your information, team name, your actual name, email, address, all the usual contact information. Mm -hmm. On the roster tab, this is where you type your players in. So, for example, let's say we would have Mo Khan. He would be our quarterback. No, he wouldn't. And then we would actually go through the breakdown of everyone else. Let's say Ignacio. Let's say me. Let's say who else is there. No, we're not having peas on our team. What are you talking about? Uh, Chris Millard. No, I'm thinking real people. What are you talking about? Oh, he's a superhero. He's like a... Do you have to eat the crust? Yes. You're screwed. You're so screwed. Who else on our staff that's useful? It only starts when I take take the first uh, slice out of it. GM. Oh, he was already there. Anyway. White. Yeah, the point is that you got to get six minimum. Fine, we'll add Paolo. Uh, but yeah, basically, you, once you add your people, you're going to start noticing that people are going to turn red. So the way this works is, and if you haven't done this before, just in case, the top six offensive players and the top six defensive players from a ratings perspective will count towards your maximum cap. This will then limit which divisions you can register for. But also keep in mind, whoever your quarterback is has QB caps. So just make sure this one over here is not restricted because we don't actually force you to pick who your quarterback is on registration just make sure whoever it's going to be their quarterback cap is under the cap for the division you're going to select so for example even i can register division four let's say ignacio was our quarterback uh which he is not in this example because i picked him as a wide receiver uh that would be okay but if i were to take him off and add me back in and add him back on as a quarterback well technically we wouldn't be able to play division four because he's over the 78 cap at oh boy, 84 technically we 
borderline be able to play Division Three. So, yep. so this is how the registration works. Keep in mind, co-ed, three men, three women, I'll say minimum on that arrangement. Uh, it'll still be top six on offense and defense. So we'll see how that goes. If ever you want to register for a division and you don't fit or you feel like you should fit, there's a link up here you can click on, launches a form. You can go ahead and fill this in, and this submits a rating or request review. So name, email, phone number, how we reach out to you, whether it's a team or individual request. So is it a team trying to fit a division, or are you yourself wanting to come back in? You had major surgery, or you've been gone for years, you just want to get adjusted, so use that one. Division. And then if you're doing a team, upload your roster into here so we can actually take a look at this picture. So then we can get an understanding of what you're looking for. Usually it takes anywhere between 24 to 72 hours to get back to you. Um, within the last day, we've gotten about 20 requests already. So expect a little bit more time for us to process them, but that's generally how that works. And don't forget, uh, be ready to send, as Eagle made the point before, be ready to send your ratings as soon as possible because there's a lot that comes in that we have to filter out, in particular for guys who do that stuff. Uh, Eagle, you're overseeing it, but it's Iggy. Alexa Dubois in particular. So, guys, please make sure. And even if you don't know that's been sent, this asks us, hey, did you receive our request for player X, Y, or Z or team A, B, or C? And we can look for it and make sure if we didn't, resend it because we want to make sure you guys are in the proper division and also to make sure that you guys have your roster to your liking going towards uh, winter 2024. Please also, make sure to yeah. confirm this, yes, because our fine has gone up an extra 50 bucks for yep. late notice. Yep. Yeah. I was just going to say inflation for gas prices. Yeah, exactly. Um, read our code of conduct. Read our rule book with the updated rules. Read the roster regulations. Make sure that's all good. And this is all good. And then you hit the register button. And you Gucci. Also, don't forget, Sportier is our official uniform supplier. Place your orders now. If you want to get them early on, it's yep. wonderful. I know there's a link here somewhere. I just got to find it. Uh, on the slider. Yep. Yeah, don't forget the best fit promo as well. There we go. So click on this. This will send you into, and also you get a little notification once you register, but you can go ahead and order stuff. There's some really cheap ones too. There's some that are full kits that you can order, and some of them are much more reasonable. So, for example, these ones are like 13 bucks. Uh, you know, they got to change stuff. that shoulder stripe thing, man. That piping's got to go, bro. That's like 2003. They, yeah, they, it is. Now they have the Cosmo one on the left-hand side of it. Yep. So there's yeah. a few different options here. If you want to get full sublimation, you can actually have a custom jersey submitted as well, which is really nice. There's reversible ones. There's a lot of options for you that you can actually do. So yeah, see if you like something new and then order it. Also, you can go to Sport Experts and get Habs jerseys. That also works. Yeah, T-shirts, player T-shirts, yeah. of course. But definitely Sportera, great supplier. The earlier you order, the faster they come in. We give you a little bit of grace period anyways, though, but get your orders in. Okay. Um, one uh, more one more thing, Eagle. QB Flex, quickly. Yes, QB Flex. Uh, QB Flex is like, a concept yeah. for some divisions. It's always processed as the first division of its type – that has a quarterback cap, which will be Division Two, Coed Two. two. Yeah, uh, that's, it. that's it. That's it. Those ones over there. If you register with a quarterback who's over the quarterback cap, you take a penalty against your overall team roster by one point for every point two that your quarterback is over by. So if your quarterback's over the divisional cap by uh, one point, that's a five point penalty on your roster. So 
Keep that in mind. But it basically allows for some of our higher tier quarterbacks, the ones that excel, to play, for example, in Division Two in a different team, but forces them to work with a smaller roster on top of the fact that that divisional cap is a little bit lower. So makes it a little bit more competitive. All right. Um, it's the BuzzFit promo. And at the nine-minute mark of this show is when I begin my quest to devour this pizza. Uh, so I have a minute here. Okay. Here we go. Hey, FPF players. Looking to take your fitness to the next level? BuzzFit Gyms has a special offer just for you. Join us today with no initiation costs. Get ready to score big in the gym and on the field. Visit us at BuzzFit Gyms and seize this exclusive deal now. Get ripped. And by that, I mean eat a bunch of pizza. Yeah, I know. At the nine-minute mark is when I begin. So I have a half an hour to finish this pizza box to my left. Courtesy of Agostino's an RDP. Uh, yeah, very good pizza. I mean, not courtesy. I paid for it. Thank you, Eagle. <laughs> Thank you, Eagle. That's very kind of you. But it's good pizza. Yeah, don't worry. You'll make it up from our uh, wedding uh, gifts for you and Jimmy. Um, okay, so I'm going to dive into this. And so I'm going to be kind of in and out of the show for the next half an hour. Uh, as Iggy will uh, carry the uh, load here. So here we go. I'm a diving in, and Iggy, take over the show, my friend. All right. <clears throat> Mokan, uh, get ready to die tonight. That is, uh, I've, I'm already at two slices, and like <laughs> I'm already a little full. Um, Mo, we begin this uh, Calling the Audible uh, segment with co-ed. Co-ed divisions one and two. Technically tiers. Yeah, well, co-ed, there's not a tiered of co-ed. It's just co-ed one and two. Tiers. Tier one of co-ed. Um, so if we look in uh, co-ed one, uh, Mr. Mokon. Tier. Co-ed one. Tier. It's just co-ed one. You want to bet? Co-ed tier one, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> um, so easy fun. Got a big victory uh on Wednesday night over Deep Balls, uh, propelling them to the number one seed right now. Uh, Kiss My End Zone are right behind them. Uh, what are the odds? Oh, already going for slip. Hey, 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 the crust included. Oh. Okay. Uh, what are the odds here that Kiss My End Zone end up as the number one seed? Let's talk about that, and let's talk about the importance of a number one seed. Because, again, all teams make playoffs. Um, so what exactly does a number one seed uh, benefit? So uh, Kiss My End Zone is playing deep balls, just to put in perspective, who are currently sitting in last place. That would likely be a win, and if so, it's a tie break, and if it's a tie break, who has head-to-head? Kiss My End Zone, because they got a victory over Easy Fun in the regular season. Which would mean that they would play the four seed as opposed to playing the three seed. So right. in this current situation, they avoid easy fun and yep. end up playing likely the IG team. And would you want to play them? I don't know if they want to play them. Interesting. Uh, I think, no. Okay, so I think the immediate answer is no. But I, I'm going to say yes. I would want to play the IG team because it's double elimination. So you kind of get it because we played them way back in week one. So it's been a while since I've played against this team overall. And plus, it's just been a while since we played. This lull in the schedule is really difficult for teams to uh, just come back on a dime and start playing at, at 100% like they were two, three weeks ago. Uh, I recently had a game just yesterday after that said two, three-week absence. And while you know we put up – it was a high-scoring game and everything, it just it took some time to just iron out the wrinkles. So – 
I would want to face the IG team because it's such a great rivalry, and I would want it renewed in case, you know, we, we face them later down in the road again. I'd like a first crack at them without the pressure of lose and you're out. So for for that reason, I would say, actually, I would want to face the IG team because they're likely, I think, a leading candidate to go to the finals. I think so. I think so So is Kiss My End Zone. So it's a, it's a kind of a finals preview without the pressure of having to lose and, and you're one and done. So here's a pseudo-interesting thing to consider. Deep Balls and Kiss My End Zone play at 6 o'clock on Sunday. Yeah. The IG team and Vultures play at 8 o'clock on right. Sunday. Yes. So the IG team... Could lose out the number four seed. Not only could they lose out, they can also choose their destiny, right? Because assuming, and this is how it's going to work, assuming Easy Fun are going to be the one seed. Uh, Easy Fun or or Kiss My End Zone? uh, Sorry, Kiss My End Zone is going to be the one seed. The IG team right now are currently in that fourth place playing Vultures. Which which they've already lost to earlier this season. So if they win... They would get themselves potentially. I'm just going to check the POF matchup as well because that would technically be a they, tie at they that point. Beat, they beat the Plenty of Fish. Right. So if IG team wins, they would go into third place and play easy fun. If they force a tie, then they would stay where they are. And if they lose, then they end up with a tie break with the Vultures, of which, like you said, they lost to twice. So they could potentially, or they would have lost to twice at that point. So. There's a little bit of strategy here in terms of do they actually want to avoid some of these teams and get, for example, the fifth spot, which will give them a bye at the beginning, <laughs> and then they technically play the loser of the other games and the whole thing. But, you know, maybe? Question mark? Interesting. I, w- I wouldn't do is, it. Is the fifth seed maybe, like, I don't know about easiest path to the – I don't know about easiest, but I think I think you, even even if – because look, no, they're all hard matchups. In 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 theory, I wouldn't want to face IG team first round if it was one and done. I wouldn't want to play plenty of fish either. Like that, that's a really good team. There, there. The point is, there are no easy teams to beat in the in the first round of the playoffs in the in the current format that we have it in. But so th- think of it from a different perspective. They can force vultures into fourth place to play Kiss My End Zone so that they can play vultures in a later round in the loser bracket to get an easier win, quote unquote. I don't know if that's an easier win. Well, it, that, that they would have lost to them twice in that scenario. <laughs> yeah, but once on purpose. Yeah. I don't know. That's uh it's it, the the thing is I don't as much as we talk about certain teams have a have a you know better edge against others and it's a favorable matchup. I don't think that's the case here. I think any team can beat any team in Coed One. And that's what makes it a really interesting at least at least for the I'd say for the top five uh five seeds. And and Fit Squad's been on a tear. They started the season 0 and three or 0 and four and finished the season like three and one or, or three three and two. So they really had a redemption point in their season. It's just really going to be really fun for the the the, the playoff run here. No, how, many, how many slices are you at? You have three left. There's a bunch of crust on your plate. The <laughs> crust will do you in. You'll be crusty as Mokan. 
I think this is the most Mo gets paid on a per word basis. <laughs> he's, he's literally hasn't said a word in three minutes. For the last six minutes. All right, we move on to uh, to uh, the aforementioned plenty of fish. Um, I don't understand. They went one and two against Easy Fun and Kiss My Hands on. Okay, I understand now. So, in their matchups against Easy Fun and Kiss My Hands on, which are the number one and number two seeds right now, they went one and two. And with an asterisk there, they actually went two and one against these top two teams because the last one was a administrative forfeit against Kiss My End Zone. So they actually beat Kiss My End Zone in their last matchup. Question is, Eagle, maybe Mokon, is Plenty of Fish an elite team? Are they elite? Eagle? You're talking about the Plenty of Fish. Yeah, but the actual team on well, paper or on the field? Both. Both. So... I think that's where I struggle with this because if you look at the roster, they have every piece they need yep. to be competitive, yep. right? You have a good defense. You have a good offense. You have good female receivers. You have speed. You have size. The best rusher in the division. Everything is there. In the tier. <clears throat> but it it feels like there's something missing. Not on paper, but when you see them on the field, right? And I, that's the thing. I don't know if it's like can, – can I call it a coaching thing? It's the mistake. They shouldn't be dropping the games they drop to with the talent they have because it's not like they're outskilled. So it feels like they're outschemed, which is strange because you have Theth Galina on this roster, yeah. who is the scheming yeah. of schemers, right? Yeah. So I, guru, just, I, I don't yeah. know. I don't get it. No, I, I disagree with you, Eagle. Their, their added piece, that added element you're talking about, they went and got out in free agency with Rocco Cristiano. They added him. He is a dynamic playmaker that this team has been missing. Always on paper. And I agree with you with your statement when we're talking about them in the past two seasons, spring and winter. They were always missing that little something. On paper, looked great, had every element. And they had the elements of, of a 6-2 and two or in a 10-game ten, ten regular season of an 8-2, and 7-3 and three team. And they would never quite get there. I wrote this early on in my articles. They would be at that four and six, five and five, just like wanting left wanting more. And the piece of Rocco Cristiano makes them, in my opinion, elite to answer Mo Khan's question. Mo, do you have any uh, do you have any comments on yeah, plenty of fish or the pizza? I do. Uh, we're down to two slices now. I got crust to do. I got about what twenty minutes left here. Yeah, mm. yeah, you got. No, uh, no. You've el- elapsed nine minutes. So I've eaten. The, the 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 last two are the hardest. They say. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Take a little two minute break here. <laughs> oh, I think taking a break is a mistake. Nah. Hmm. No half time. No half time. That well, was a show here. Yeah. So uh, plenty of fish. They're elite. I think they are. Um, the the key for them will be how consistent can they be with the quarterback play. Mm-hmm. We know who the quarterback is. My favorite player in the FPF. Mother cast, and if she can devise a game plan that's going to really play to the strengths of plenty of fish and what they have on the field for for the chess pieces, then yeah, I think they're they are an elite team. I think they just had a glitch, obviously the administration uh, decision, but I think at the end of the day though, they're going to be a team that no one will want to play. I think IG team and, and plenty of fish are the sort of that you know <coughs> they're sort of like the piranhas right now. They're not big, but they'll bite the bleep out of you, and I think they're going to be okay going towards the knockout rounds. So should they change their name to Plenty of Piranhas? 
P.O.P. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. What? They have great uniforms, by the way. I, um, I, I really like them, actually. But who's the, who's a Dolphins fan? Yeah, I don't know. Because Dan Mar- uh, Marceau has, like, an Eagles hat on. Not there in the picture, but, like, he often has an Eagles hat. So he's a brother brotherly shove there. I, I don't know. I don't know who the Dolphins fan is. Ventura, Identify maybe? yourself. Maybe that's Ace Ventura. I don't know. Maybe. Ace Ventura. What do you you? Someone said you only referenced '90s movies, and God damn it, it's true. Maybe Seth Galino. Maybe, maybe. Anyway, okay. Uh, in Coet Tier Two, um, the Predators, Step Bros, or Sub Zero, do they either of either of these three teams have a chance to sneak in uh, as a double elimination status team? Uh, everyone, it's it's very much coveted double elimination status. Those three teams right now uh, are on the seven, eight, and ninth seeds respectively. So where you need to be, as we can now see on the chart here on the standings, uh, need to be top six. So can either of these uh, Sub Zero Predators or Step Bros uh, make it in? You have a comment, Mo? I do. Yeah, I was gonna make glasses on. Oh. Okay. So, we spoke Sub Zero nauseum, and and how that loss that they had early this year to free agents will hurt them. Uh, no name, no more. But <clears throat> the team that I'm watching out for is Predators. Uh, we spoke about them last week. Yep. They got two games in hand, at least, right? On who's going to uh, uh, carry the boats here? Right. They went out. They will be as high as maybe three if things don't go the way of Kiss My Christmas ball, um, balls and all that. But I think right now, Preds, and even with Step Rose, too, if they can put together the final two wins in a row and get to that double side, which would be a lot tougher than what Preds have right now, then, yeah, I think Preds is my team I'm going to circle to watch out for. So let's let's break it down. You have Sub-Zero playing Step Bros. So that would be Sub-Zero's last game, and but not necessarily uh, Step Bros's last game, which it is, actually. So uh, scratch that. Uh, so do Sub-Zero... Come on top, and would they? Yeah, they would. They would bounce over. Who's going to carry the boat? So, do Sub Zero beat Step Bros? Yes, I think. Uh, no, I think oh. Step Bros beats. Uh, oh, okay, a little controversy. Okay, yeah. so, so then you look at Step Bros uh, would now be at six points. They then play, uh, or actually play before they play free agents this coming Saturday at Brossard. So can they beat the uh, – I forget Eagle, what Eagle used as the word, uh, just the conjunction of free The agents. island of misfits toys. The island of misfit toys because you have pizza in your mouth. Um, can they beat the free agent squad? That's been a uh, pretty good pretty good team so far this season. Um, free agent squad's tough. Oh. They, they got him better. Okay. But so you think – No. No, what? I think I think the Preds are going to sweep it. That's not Predators. It's still Step Bros. Oh, Step Bros. They're big part of it. Um, Step Bros will win that game. Okay, so you think Step Bros will uh, go 2-0 and to finish the season. Yeah. That would propel them to eight points, pushing them over who's going to carry the boat. And then when you look at Predators. Predators playing Ball Hard University first. Preds versus Ball Hard in the Stinger Dome. Preds should win. Okay. And then they play their Mexican counterparts at least in Cesar uh, uh, Garcia Diaz, in Tigres. So do Predators or Tigres, the 
high-flying, fast-paced offensive Tigres, can they overcome them? No. No. Predator. So, so Predators take one. That brings them to eight points. So, but I remember Tigres will go up to ten. Right? Yes. And you're thinking Sepros would get eight. So would Predators. They would both be four and four, which we just look if they played each other. Predators... Against who am I? Who uh, against Step Rose, right? Predators, uh, Step Rose, Predators one thirty two to nothing. So Predators would be the team you Mocom believes would make it to double elimination status. I think so. Okay, all right. And and okay. And if it's gonna take two wins for Step Rose to uh, to get into the double elimination status, what is the number one reason why that's gonna happen? Is it quarterback play? You really, are trying, you really are trying to dodge me over here, trying to make me talk. No, me. no, not at all. Yeah, of course not. Is it is it their strong defensive play? Is it the uh, quarterback play of Pranav Sharma? Well, what, is it, what is it exactly that you believe is going to get uh, Step Rose into the double elimination status? Let me just get the roster here. Yeah. I'm going to take a 30-second break over here. Woo! You have and one more left? I'll get a slice. pizza update here? One more slice? And all the crust. And all the crust, please. Don't don't the rest count as pizza. Guys. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. We we established this. We established this. Crust included. Step bros, you're sorry, guys. You're forty. You're four minutes away from hitting the twenty minute mark on your pizza. So yeah. you're you're doing well. You're doing okay on time. The break might just break you. No, it won't actually. It gives me it gives me the second win over here. Okay, so look, here's where I'm going to really uh, break it down for you right now. Okay, do okay, so. So, Step Bros right now, my concern for them is going to be their offense, right? When you think about what they've done so far, they are like the Las Vegas Raider offense. They've not scored more than 26 points in the season so far. The highest being 26, which they won against who's going to carry the boats. Otherwise, they've been held to pretty much in check, right? And less than 20 points three times this year. So, the question is, you're right. Sharma as a quarterback, can he step, elevate his profile and be much more – I guess, cutting edge, mm-hmm. dynamic, bringing the ability to really probe defenses and get them in scoring position because they're not going to win games if they can't score more than 26. Or will they fire him? I don't think so. Not, not on Tuesday. Not on Halloween? Halloween's long long and gone. So, uh, no, everyone keeps their job here. Uh, Mo Khan says, step bros, make it into double elimination. Um, but at least we tried, yes. Um if we look at uh, another team that's been struggling on offense uh, in at least we tried, but really um, really carrying the load of this team has been the team's defense. Can their defense jump this team as high as the number two seed, where right now it's currently occupied by Balls Deep sitting at five and two? Balls Deep is a good team. Um, <laughs> sorry. End <I'm> quote. <laughs> No, they they are a good team. Um, <laughs> no, look at this piece is really slowing me down here, guys. Yeah, I, mean, I got to really uh, pace myself here. I got 13 minutes to go. Um, is it really 13 minutes to go? Yeah, yeah. you have to, you have to until 39. You have 12 minutes. Oh boy. Um, He's feeling it. I'm not feeling anything, boys. Mm-hmm. Look, I I love Ballzeep's quarterback play with Benjamin Carly. He's he's played well this year. Um, yep. seen them play in terms of overall their attacking front. <coughs> Sorry. They have a good – there isn't a dynamic receiver on this team. It's more of a balance attack that they have. 
Um, there isn't a guy yeah. that you're going to circle and say, okay, is it Xavier Paquette? Is it Nathan Vezina? No. It's it's that bounce attack which makes them more unpredictable. Mm-hmm. So I think in terms of where they're going to be going towards the knockout stage, I think that this is going to help them because now you can say, hey, we know if we have that matchup, we can pick that matchup all the time. That could be a weak link on the opposing defenses moving forward here. So I do like how their offense is. A bit unpredictable, and I love the balance that they go with. Okay, but you're talking about balls deep, and the question was about at least we tried. <laughs> oh, I think that was balls deep. Sorry, man. Well, no, because the uh, at least we tried can jump into the number two spot, and which, the is currently ocu- which is currently occupied by balls deep. And the other tiebreaker on balls deep as well. There you go. So, so like, here's the thing about uh, at least we tried. Um, I score kept their game a while ago at Loyola. Um, they, they, the, the quarterback is where I'm curious about with Daryl Dorsley being the guy, right? Daryl Dorsley is a really good pass rusher. Um, but him being a quarterback, it's been it's been okay. I don't think it's been the most convincing effort by him. It's been okay. Yeah. Uh, Sheldon Valerie is the guy that he has a great rapport with, of course, from other co-ed teams he's played with. Um, but I do love that a guy like Jim Lee Janvier, he can lean on uh, for the quarterback role. And if he can get that mentorship to continue forward here and get him to understand to keep your reads simple and, you know what, take a shot when it's need be, That'll make Daryl a lot more dynamic, but right now he just has not figured out the 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 layers, the concepts, the steps, the stages to go through as a quarterback in this league gets. So that brings up: Are they going to win their games? Then so they're yes. facing free agents no more in Eagle right here, a defense that he's going to try and uh, try and produce as many stops for Dallas. And as if possible. remember the spring season, they crushed Eagles team. Okay, Did and they? drink team as drink team. Oh, a, those guys, yeah. Yeah, with a different quarterback and all. So, how will they handle uh, against free agents no more? Personally, I think that's a victory. Um, I think they can. I think their goal in that game is to get a shutout and uh, limit, uh, limit the points to zero on the board. Uh, and then, so if they, if they get that victory, propels them to uh, 10 points. Uh, again, they do have tiebreakers over both balls deep and kiss my Christmas balls. Are you sure they have a tiebreak over at least we tried? Yes, they. Uh, at least we tried. Yes, they do. So they would naturally, just with that win this coming week, would jump into the number two seed. But then, again, balls deep and kiss my Christmas balls still have another game. So they would need to win their game against Y and Y or at least get one point. What about that game against Y&Y, the number one seed? Can at least we tried put more points on the board than Yin and Yang? As do you, so you, so let's get a quick update here. Pizza, you're, you're done with the cheese on the pizza, but uh, if you, yes, uh, we can see it on your other camera. Thank God. Uh, the evidence is there. You have a pile of crusts. <laughs> can, can that be your team name? Pile of crust for, for your, when you make your comeback. <laughs> to FBF, pile of crust. You're not finishing the crust. The crust will do you in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 30 minutes on the clock. You have nine, eight minutes right now. Eight minutes left Man. to finish crust. He assured us he was going to complete it. I was. I was. I was. Technically, I did complete it. No, pizza. Crust is not part of the pizza. Oh, I'm sorry. What was carrying the cheese and the tomato sauce? The uh- dough. The the crust. the crust is the crust. How are they gonna? Fa- how is at least we try gonna fare against uh, the Gino 
uh, captain of uh, YMY. Well, YMY wants to get that undefeated team, right? Right. And they still are in play for that. But well, at least we tried. What we have to look at right now is this. They have to be, again, patient with the quarterback play. They can't force it. Mm-hmm. Gino's team is good um, with their assignments that Gino gives them. They watch game film like 25 hours a day at Gino's place. And <laughs> they, they're well prepared. But now you look at Gino, and at this point of the year, my question about them is this. Can they now take their profile to the next level? Can they be more assertive? Because we know Gino has his yips at this point of the year. And no question he wants to finish undefeated, but more importantly, though, can he now become more efficient in the playoffs? Questions to be answered for sure in uh, co-ed tier two. Um, speaking of co-ed tier two, let's move to tier two. They we're uh, not speaking about it at all. I know. But we're talking about a tier number two, so let's move to tier number two. Can As I get most transitions back? These are terrible. Yeah, they're bad. Um, so... There were a bunch of games Wednesday night in Laval, the locked Laval Dome, sadly. Um, gates were open, though, and games were played. Uh, there were a bunch of uh, games at, ten, at 9 o'clock in the Laval Dome that have dramatically changed the landscape of the standings here in, uh, in Tier 2. The Stoics, of course, still holding on to that number 8 and the final double elimination spot, but ambush did crawl out from the red as a single elimination team with a huge victory over Kiss My In-Laws to propel them into the number seven seed. But the question really is about Stoics. What do we think their odds, their chances of locking themselves as a double elimination team? See, Rev's going to hate the fact that we're going to talk about him on the podcast. He's going to love it. He, no, he hates it. He's asking me. He's like, oh, no, 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 ambush, ambush beat you. What does this mean uh, for the standings? I'm like, I, I didn't look at it. I'm like, hey, I just came to play my game. Um, so really, the question is, they need to, we, we need to resolve the Stoics and Game Changers tiebreak. One. Two, we need to understand where Beer Belly Brigade fall in all this because they have two games left at mm-hmm. six points. They need at least a point to be in the conversation. If not, right. they need a win. They are playing still CRA and Easy W. So do you so, think that yeah. Beer Belly Brigade can get at least yes. one point out of those games? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So that means can they win both? Uh, it would be tough. It's not impossible, but they'll they'll need Jeremy White to make a mis- more one more mistake than Alex Fafard would in that game to get the victory there. Okay, so let's say they split that. They win one, they lose the other, and they get to eight points as the final result for Beer Belly. Why do we game. do this to each other? That would put them into st- what? Why do we do this to each other? <laughs> Look at him tapping out. <laughs> Look at out. him. Look at the suffering. Five minutes. Stoics are playing. That's what she said. They, in that situation, yeah. would need a win in order for them to guarantee right. that we'll now be seventh spots because they would jump up into a tie for ninth with, uh, rather, with seventh and ambush. And let's just see, did they play? Four, mi- four minutes, actually, uh, Mo. Oh, thanks, guys. Four, four, Stoics four did thanks, not play ambush. So it would end up in a tiebreak scenario, and points likely against. Stoics would win because ambush's points against are high. So Stoics win, they grab seventh. Stoics mm-hmm. lose, they can fall all the way down to tenth. Mm. To tenth, okay. Because of the, yeah, right. Because of the points against, they didn't play game changers either. 
Uh, mm-hmm. Quickly, you got their schedule up. So you have three. They did not. Three and a half minutes to eat. That's a lot of crust. Oh, no, there's no way you're making it. Oh, no, no, no. You got to wash it down with your water. Just a tip. You can blend it. Yeah, yeah, that's fair game. Put it in your Cavalier's blue bottle. Melt it. Oh, he's not happy. Oh, that face of disillusionment. (laughs) He's going to be shitting bricks. So all that to say, Stoics are... They got to win. They're controlling their destiny in some way. We think they will finish seventh. That's our guesstimate from a staff point of view. And for the Stoics to beat, that's what she said. Again, give me one reason why that would happen. Mokon. What was that? Is this a news news alert? A flash alert? You're not gonna. You didn't do the pizza challenge. I'm trying to get this all figured out here, boy. Oh, there's. It's not happening. You're. It, this is not gonna work. You have in 15 seconds. You'll have two minutes. This should be added time to this because the amount of time I did speak in this. No, show. no, 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 no. You, you had no, your, because you this guy over here. No, I'm talking the show. I'm talking the show. You rocked through the first nine minutes. You said, "Oh, I only have two slices left after nine you know, the minutes." Crust counts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna finish it easy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This guy over here is bitching about the fact that the internet went down. I lost four minutes doing that and <laughs> almost got it. Meanwhile, oh, crust and talking. I got to do my job while I do the I'm challenge. Sorry. You have blue chocolate bars that you just devoured. With a oh, camera. see, now it's easy. Yeah. <laughs> how many calories were in the pizza? Did you, uh, did we I don't think. They don't have a website. You think I know how many calories they have? What would you take a picture of? A flyer? Someone took a picture and uploaded it online, yeah. Oh. Because, so I, I say that I mentioned the calories because, Eagle, you consumed t- 2,500 calories in... What was it? 30, uh, 20, 24 oh, minutes. 24 minutes. Uh, 28. 28 minutes. You consume 2,000. You consume the daily amount, like more than the daily recommended amount for an adult. And then I went home in and I candy. Dinner. And then I went home. Mokon, there's one minute on the clock. Well, I'm putting in my Instagram stories at Mokon19 that I conquered this piece. You did not. What a fucking liar. You both failed your challenge. I did not. That's you fine. Have. You failed the challenge miserably. Then you failed it more miserably. How could I when I'm doing a show? I'm hosting a show. Mm, yeah, right, right. Mm, mm. I'm one and two, but yeah, you're doing a show. Much different. You don't have anything to do. You're just pressing buttons over there. Mm. I knew the crust would do him in. I said it from the beginning. Right away. It's heavy. I, 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 it's, I, I'm telling you. I've, I, the I've crust lost. shouldn't count as a pizza. Yes. Uh, we talked about it at the beginning. We, we set said. The rules up. Mr. Goalpost over here. Yeah. Ain't moving. Uh, 20 seconds. <laughs> 20 seconds on the clock, Mo. 15. We're going to do a New Year's celebration. 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Ding, 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 ding. The face Mo of Kong defeat. Is a failure. No, because that's pizza. Failure. Fail. Really, because... Mm. Yes, really. When someone eats pizza and they don't eat the crust, because why? They don't like the crust. It's like, so? It's part of the pizza. Oh, well, I, tell, I tell those people, why did you not finish your pizza? Failure. Oh. Failure. 
All right, let's talk about tier, tier two here. Let's yeah. finish this up. Yeah, okay, I'll be, I'll be uh, with you guys in two minutes. Okay, um, the quarterback play has been really interesting in tier two. A lot of dominant performances uh, as of late. But if we look at two uh, quarterbacks in particular, uh, Mokan, I want your opinions yeah. on Eric Lalone or Alex Fafard. Who's the better quarterback option? And you might go with, it depends on the scenario. So I'll give you the scenario straight up. Uh, it is a 40 to 34 game. No, it is a 40 to 35 game. No, that's five points. I can't do math. Uh, 30, you're, you're down seven points. My God. But I, I really wanted to make it a 40 to 33 game. That's what I tried to say. You have two minutes left on the clock. One timeout. Who's driving you down the field with more confidence that you're going to score six points? And then tell me if you're going for one or for two. So who do you have more confidence in scoring uh, here, that I'll say, drive? I'll say to you. In, Eric in Lalonde or Alex Fafard? Here, I'll give you a better question here. Are you taking Lalonde or Fafard to score you a touchdown plus two points? No, that's that's... But that's it's critical that the game has been 40 to 33, that there have been 73 points put up on the board. Because I don't want a you're down seven, but the score has been 14 to six. So basically you're saying in a shootout game, yes. who do you want? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm thinking alone. You look at his offense is a little bit more traditional than Fafar. Fafar likes to run mm -hmm. every couple of second, third play. Less uh, likely to get picked off. If you're running the ball. Sure. And also, you're killing plays, so the other team can't come back. Okay, but Lalone, I think, has a really good arm, an accurate arm. And Simolo Isaiah is his go-to guy. <coughs> and they can put up points. They can really put up points. And I believe that they are a team with Lalone at quarterback, even though they're, what, two wins right now or three wins? Like that. Something. Right. I'll, they're I'll, not, I'll they're, they're on you. the single elimination side of the bracket. They're going to be okay in, in the knockout round. Because remember last year what happened, right? They played 45 games uh, in the knockout stages somehow, right? They played a lot of games last year. I think year. they went undefeated, p potentially. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they have two wins now and, and uh, four losses yeah. and two ties. Yeah, I, and I think that wealth of experience will help them in the knockout stages. I think they're going to go far. I'll go with Alex Fafard. Uh, I've seen it more out of him. He, You want to talk about experience? How about playing all three seasons in a, in a year, right? Um and that's not a discredit to Arouge for for mostly playing in the the winter and fall seasons, but that just gives more experience for Alex Fafard, more reps at driving when it's when it's needed. Uh, there was a particular game that actually kind of describes the one I'm I'm thinking about in a shootout against uh, Mangoose uh, last year in the spring season, uh, where it was exactly that five plays. Needed to drive down uh, and score. Oh, it was actually two plays. Uh, and in two plays, uh, Nicolas Culot, one-handed grab, middle of the end zone from uh, from half half the distance um, of the field. And, and it was just, it was a beautifully orchestrated drive, even though it was only two plays. Uh, the first one was a run that got, that got uh, the offense down to midfield. And another one, it was just, it was a great read by Fafard and Nicolas Culot. 
you and that's the other thing. You have receivers like uh, Jonathan Benoit, uh, Nicolas Culotte, uh, Olivier Clavo. You have so many of these receivers that can come up in clutch moments. Um, but it all comes from the ball distribution and, and, and the accuracy of uh, Alex Fafard. Forgive me, Fafard. And remember, Fafard's coming off an injury too, right? Yeah, true. So fair. So he's 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 only finding his rhythm now, like in, in hindsight, right? So. They're both he has more wins, more wins than Arush. Yeah, but I, I trust Arush in the playoffs, though. Okay, I really do. I really do, and that's why I think Lalone is a guy to watch out for moving ahead here. Uh, let me get some LinkedIn stuff. Are you taking the reins back, uh, Mo? I will. I will. I will. You go ahead, man. You go ahead. Well, you, you, yeah, you need the reps, man, because if you get to host a show, man, as a meeting man, you got to uh, as a media man. You know, we're doing a little cleanup here. I'm uh, pretty sure he has enough reps across all his teams and everything, Mo. Yep. I'd be more worried about the the guy with the twenty six percent completion rate who needs more reps. Thank you. Could you look worse. at the we, we, we've taken a look at the the middle section of the standings here. Who beat the Packers, by the way? They did. That was sad. Your Packers suck now. Welcome to mediocrity at quarterback. It only took forty years. Uh, <laughs> he sees his free agent squad. What are you doing? What are you doing? You're eating the failure. No, you're eating I'm, failure. No, because. You you're jobbers, still hungry? You shipping containers jobbers you, are like, you, oh, you got to eat the crust. And where, crust? You, and where do you find yourself? You're you're in the same sticking <laughs> shipping container as us. As far as I'm concerned, your clock doesn't stop until all the crust is finished. So I'm going to see how long, how much extra it takes you. Yeah. It took Eagle for four extra minutes. Three. Because the guy was swallowing the, the spiders. It goes like uh, pills, man. What do you think of the middle teams in Tier 2? No, we already talked about the middle teams. Let's look at the top of the standings. What do you think of the top teams in Tier 2? <laughs> and we asked this question to Manuel Arroa, uh, in that there's a rivalry brewing uh, over the past few seasons between Kiss My In-Laws and Diamond Bougie. Uh, what do we think in terms of the chances of these two teams, either of these two teams, making the playoffs or taking the field? <coughs> what would you take, Eagle, if you had to take... Either Kiss My In-Laws or Diamond Bougie to make the finals or taking the field? I'm taking Diamond Bougie. I think uh, they have a lot of firepower this year. And like Manu said, I think they've cleaned up their act a little bit. So I trust them making it and going all the way. Mo? So Kiss My In-Laws is who I'm looking at. Um, Diamond Bougie's always had a really good regular season team. Uh, they always come up weird in the playoffs. Spring yeah, season, a they, little they, bit. Spring season, kind of, uh, they kind of swole themselves in the playoffs. And I, I just think that Kiss My In-Laws have a lot more of the um, f- uh, finals uh, experience, right? They're grizzled veterans in the finals, with guys who've played FBF for a long while. Well, Diamond Bougie's made the finals twice as well. They just happen to lose both times to Kiss My In-Laws. So is it just championship pedigree and that, that just that little yeah, bit extra? I think, it's, I think it's championship pedigree as well. I think it's, it's also on the fact that, you know, Diamond Bougie, for whatever reason, they just have... Li- they have that like spotlight moment, and they're like deer in the headlights when they like, flame out. Or, yeah, like they, they have one one play that cost them the games, right? And like they're a good team. I'm not gonna take that away from them. Eagle made a great point yep. though, right? They're a really good team. They're 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 a roster that has scored 35 plus points three games in a row now. Um, overall, I believe they've only scored I think all but one game or two games. They scored 30 plus points, and and that game that they didn't score 30 plus points lost to the infantry by one. 
and they beat Brigade, beat Brigade by one. So they've had – there's a pattern here. If you can hold them to less than 30, you have a really good chance to win this football game against them. Six out of eight games, Kiss My Own Lesson <coughs> put 40 or more on the board. Yeah. But Don Bougie, though, if you have a good defense and you can – you know, we were talking last thing about, hey, ball control and, and running the clock, all that, kill plays and this and that. So whoever plays Don Bougie in the early rounds, if you're ball controlling and you're scoring when you have those possessions, um, that could be your passport to victory and that you can snap your, your, your um, papers for the next round. And so if you can hold this team to less than 30 – I think you have a real chance to win. But if they score more than 30, I think you're in trouble. It's tough to do that, hold them to 30. Not likely. No, if you're, with your offense, you can do it. No, actually, that that actually has reverse logic. I think with my offense, because it scores so quickly, I think that gives them the ability to, to put 30 on the board as well. well. I'm applying that with your offense that you have. That it can you go can, score you for can score. score. You can go 12-play drives for like nine minutes. We've seen you do it before. Sure. I think I think what that comes down to uh, for Diamond Bougie in any playoff scenario will be can a team who's better at converts uh, face them in the playoffs? That, that'll be the, the thing for Diamond Bougie. When it comes down to a game where it – sorry. When it comes down uh, – when a game is coming down to converts – can they put up more points and, and, and go get a, a two-point convert when they need it in the clutch moment of the game? I think that's going to be a difference for them between winning and losing their playoff matchup. So we get some hate love now on Instagram, at Moke19. Still got mom cutting the crust off your bread, huh? Yep. Jesus, man. Yep. That was uh, love. Where's That was the hate. Where's the love? That's the hate. Because no. <laughs> there's no love. Lies, as Eagle wrote. Yep. Also, drummer guys, it says the crust definitely counts. It's part Boom. of the count, man. Yes, it does. You guys are crazy. Joe Morghese has spoken. Joe Morghese. Jabroni Joe over there. <laughs> this guy, Jabroni Joe. Uh, let's move on to uh, tier number four. Uh, as uh, the regular season's coming to an end here. And you the, want to take uh, over now, Eagle? Fall Eggs. Eagle, Eggs. Is Eagle really leading the show? May, some would say he is. Okay, uh, I'll take over the show. Okay, I'll take over. Top five, how does it play out? Uh, you look at it right now, uh, two points, three points separate first from uh, fifth. Save the Turf Dolls do have a game in hand uh, with the top four. All playing seven games. So do we see uh, a seismic change in the top five, or is this going to hold serve where we're going to have Troopers, Ramfins, Pastor Rabbi at Owen Flag, and Turf Dolls finish one, two, three, four, and five? Did you copy-paste the script from last week? No. Because we, I felt like we talked about this last week. No, we didn't. Uh, and I'm pretty sure, without looking, I'm pretty sure I said pasta is going to jump because I remember having this conversation already. I remember having this conversation. So, I, I no, we did. Because, again, without looking, Super Troopers are playing Cookie Monsters. And pasta, I don't remember. Yeah, we definitely had this conversation. And I think... Uh, oh, did we? Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Copy-paste. Uh, I think Pasta beat Meat Lovers, They uh, and I'm pretty sure I think that Ramfins uh, are going to be the number one seed uh, following another impressive defensive performance uh, against Threat Do you level. trust your defense? Because they've, they've only given up 78 points through okay, seven. There we go. Let's talk about that. So do I really trust their defense against these top five teams? So 
I think only flags can put up 28 on them. I think Pasta can do the same. I think Super Troopers could have a problem here while their offense has been rolling compared to previous seasons. Uh, I think this is a, a Ramfin's defense that would give them fits. And because they're a quickly adapting team. So once they realize and figure out a, a, an offensive scheme uh, that uh, an opponent is running, they they look to neutralize it. And especially if it's coming from speed, Ramfins have the speed uh, in their defense to really neutralize that. So I think Super Troopers, for that reason, would, uh, would struggle uh, and would only be able to put up 14 points against them. So 28 points in a flag game. That's pretty good. So, yeah, I'll, I'll say the Ramfins defense is for real. Better defense, Turf Tolls or Ramfins defense? Oh, that's tough because they're they're both good for different reasons. I think Save the Turf Tolls, uh, again, have been having more reps as a franchise together. So, they're usually – I'll put it this way. They're a better zone defense, but Ramfins is a better man, man um, calling – man defense and and more athletic and faster than the rest of the save the turf tools defense so they're both good <coughs> i'd say save the turf tools better in zone Raffin's better man yeah so here's my thing about save the turf tools right um they have they've been together for a long time so i think their defense is spring 2021 yeah so it's three three years yeah. or six seven eight nine seasons whatever it might be yeah. I think that they have the understanding of each other and how mm-hmm. to function. It's almost second nature yeah. on where they can trust each other. Yeah, I had a pizza. Okay, <laughs> no, you didn't. And you know what's gonna happen? Pete's gonna chime in. Yes, you know, he did a mocha. Say you failed. You know he's the god of pizza there. Eat but your skittles now. I can't, man. I'm, I'm Technically, full. the crust is still not done, so the timer's still going. Oh, relax, man. I did it in 23 minutes, guys. You're almost at an hour. Relax. 23 minutes. Where did you shave seven minutes off? What is this? I finished the actual pizza in 23 minutes. You lied? I finished pizza in, in, in 23 minutes, and then it took me a little bit long to eat the crust. This Someone is... get this guy a fortune cookie. Why? It's going to lie inside? You guys are haters, man. Real haters. <laughs> okay. Um, no, actually. <laughs> it, look, they... Turf Tolls have a good defense they, they can work yeah. with. right? They, they, they know each other. It's almost like they don't have to worry about someone not understanding their assignment. They know where, have to, where they have to be on the football right. field. But I think for the turf tolls moving forward, though, is going to be their offense, right? Because it's all matchup dependent on who they get in the first round or two, at least double elimination status. And if they get a, a, a – not a cupcake, but if they get a desirable matchup to work with, yeah, they can go two, three games. They can go two, th- two, three deep into the into the knockout stages and and be a threat. And it, at that point, you flip a coin and see what happens at that moment. So I think they're gonna be okay. I think they're gonna be they're gonna be okay if their defense can maintain that high level of integrity that they've had so far this season. Okay, that's where that's where I see with them right now. Um, so the chaos right now is about to ensue from seed six through fifteen. Uh, three points separate. Uh, those nine spots when Diesel does have two games in hand here. So are we going to see ultimate chaos in the final 10 days of, of, of regulation or regular season games? Or are you comfortable to say there's not going to be not, not much movement in the in those standings right now? 
uh, without going, because that's way too many teams uh, to open up their schedules. But it's a lot. But look well, how close okay. it is, though. So here's the simplified version of it, right? Oh. There are currently five teams tied at eight points. Uh, all of them at the eight points have at least a game at hand left. Right. You really only have squad two teams yeah. chasing them, really, right? right Salt and Peppas can kind of jump up to 11 points. Uh, no, they're no, they nine, go up to points. nine points. Win Diesel can jump up to 10 points. So it's kind of a mess, right? I don't think there's any way we can figure it out right now based on current standings. That's there's way too many to permutations. So do you, expect, do you expect utter chaos then? If we get the schedule no. up, without, we're not making picks here, but if we get that schedule up here, we can kind of correlate who's where, right? But I think we're gonna have utter chaos in the final. No, tournament. I don't think so. I mean, uh, you're. I mean, already right. You have Bendon, Break, and Skull who are not gonna move. Um, yeah, so they're out. We know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's no. It's gonna more or less look like this. That's it's. The I, real question is, what happens with like Toon Squad? Can yeah, they jump I think, a team or two. I think so. Know? Yes, I think Toon Squad. Yeah, so let's. Are I they gonna jump Dueling Molasses or Mutation? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Or Mega Ron. If I just had to, you know, without. Looking at the other's schedule, because again, like I said, too many schedules to open up. So Toon Squad is playing yes. Dewey Molasses, okay. and they're playing Ramfins. So yeah. Ramfins, that yeah, one might be tough, but yeah. Dewey Molasses, that's they'll like a win them. and you're in type they'll, of scenario, they'll, right? They'll jump them, yeah. They're going to jump them. It's it's just, while both teams have experience, just Toon Squad have a more... Uh, they're maturing. Like, yeah, and, and and like Mo said with uh, with Eric Lalone the, in Tier 2, uh, Garner Ross has a more traditional offense, more methodical. Uh, and while but the thing is, doing oh. Malas have... Oh, oh sorry. Uh, I was going to say, I just cut you off. Yeah. They may not have Garner Ross for Saturday's game. What's coming up? Some Jewish holiday? No, Alouette's playoffs. I don't. Connor Ross is a diehard CFL fan. Really? He's not going to miss an Alouette's playoff game. Three o'clock kickoff. Games okay. are one o'clock Saturday afternoon. Oh, but look. It's one o'clock. The game finishes at his game will finish at two. Do you have you seen how tough it is to get to McGill University? Okay. It's at Loyola. Just go to Vendome. You'll get there. Yeah, in an hour, he'll get there in an hour. Game finishes at two o'clock. Roughly, by the time you change, in by, an hour. T- by the time you change, no, no, he's changing in the car or on the pu- on the bus. Now Cole's going to be on Saturday. He's going to change on the bus if he's that much of a die. Yeah, but he's going for the bus though. It's not like it's the, bu- it's not like the bus away from oh, at, yeah, at Sherbrooke yeah, uh, bus stop over there. Oh, hey, he's going to get coming. Oh, here he comes. Let's go on the bus. Going to get a lift from one Plus, of his that's friends. Von- no, that's not how it works. Bus he's comes fine. at two fifteen. He's fine. They're going to have him for the game. He's going to miss. No, he won't. He won't be there on Saturday. Garner Ross will not miss an Alouette's football game. That's what the show has come to. Your failure has come to bus ride talk. He's not missing the he's not missing Your the Alouettes, and man. Pizza eating challenges has depressed no. you so much. I am believing that I've won this competition, which I did. You did not. I did win this competition. No, no Sky Judge says gotta eat the crust. Crust my ass. Anyway. You want some fries? No. I'm good. No, no, no. They won't count towards your challenge, but the crust does. Oh, thanks. Won't count towards my challenge. Enough. Okay. But here's the okay. If Garner Ross, okay, let's let's play the hypothetical here. If Garner Ross isn't available because he's now committing himself to the Alouettes. And then I don't know who's that quarterback, and without a quarterback in the division in tier four, you lose. So that stunts their whole process then. Sure. 
So that's the question is if Garner Ross will be there on Saturday. He will. I'm telling you he will. I don't know if he will be there. I really don't know. But he'll be there for the Sunday game because they got Rathfins on the Sunday afternoon at 10 o'clock. So that's yeah, well, they're going to lose that one. Well, that's the thing, right? So, but even the two ties could hurt them, though, at, at that point because they do have two ties. Mm, oh, okay. They're, that are already in their schedule. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, I'm not, you know, again, it, it's the key is, is he going to be there Saturday? If he get, then I think they have a good chance to. See, we jump you have, up. You have the yips from yeah. uh, losing your challenge. Yeah, no, I have the yips because I'm trying to talk about uh, the bus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But here's the thing, though: if they jump over Dooley Molasses, they'll be four, one, and two yep. at ten points. Um, Bendelbury can't catch up to them. School can't catch up to them. Salt and Pepper can't catch up to them. When Diesel could catch up to them, Salt and Pepper could catch up to them. But when Diesel, let's talk about them. They play mutation. That's yeah. a win. So it's a win for for Win Diesel? Yep. Yeah. So I, I'll give you that. So that knocks mutation out. So mutation's well Maybe, out. maybe. Yeah. So that means it would give Win Diesel four and three. And, and then they play Chat Rats. Which they should win. Chat Rats has had a difficult time this season. Uh it saw them play earlier this season in Loyola. So I think they can definitely get to five and that would Perhaps put them as high as huge. five. That's huge. Perhaps. Yeah. You could put them. Uh, they can go finish anywhere, anywhere as high as five, as low as fourteen. Fourteen, right? So uh, that fifteen. Yeah. So that that's gonna be their roller coaster endeavor this weekend. Is can they get? If they get the five wins, they're for sure double elimination. Yeah. Four is gonna be on the fence, but. They would have some momentum because they did beat um, uh, Mutation that they're playing this weekend. Right. Yep. So there is that chance that they can get the carrot going the way as well. Um, receiver of the year in T4. I was looking at it today. Okay. There are some good receivers in this class. No, there actually are, yep. Like this is like uh, the this is like the Jamar Chase uh, draft class of Jalen Waddle, Jamar Chase. Amaron St. Brown, that type of thing here. But you look at the receivers. Devonta Smith. Was he yeah, part of that? Yeah, too? Devonta yeah. Smith as well. Look, it's close race, man. Like, I, I think it's going to come down to uh, the final week here. Look, you got our boy Joe Morghese, 36-41, 16 TDs. Hugh Stensland, 39 for 4-16, 14 TDs. You got Zachary Albuquerque at 34-448, 13 TDs. Thomas Chausset, 24-312, 13 TDs. But I think it's more of a three-horse race. Two more games left for Tomas Chosea, too. Yeah, so if Chosea can get another 100, which is going to be tight because he's a, a little bit off the mark right now uh, by the projection that he would have of 52 yards per game. So if he gets 52, so times that's 104, he will be off um, by quite a bit in terms of the yards, right? Because those guys have some serious yeah, insurance policy here. Yeah, you need 75 yards. Yeah, game. I, I, it's possible. I, like what? In your mind, guys, what would be the tiebreaker between Morghese, Sensland, and Albert Skills on who can win receiver of the year? Algorithm. Oh wow! Yeah, it's it's actually yeah. Uh, it might come down because ev- everything else being equal. Yeah, it might be the target to reception ratio. That that could literally if if everything else if like yards TDs. And receptions are all negligible differences between them. If someone has like 
drops one out of every two passes and someone else catches 90% of their catches, that that could be the difference here. Is that always the case, though? Because no. like, sometimes the ball's in the curtain, it's overthrown, okay. and they mark so, the target. So how many of those are actual drops? Okay. Like, I, I wouldn't use that as an actual metric. As okay, so so maybe actually this one, you'd have to switch tabs. And okay. you might have to go to the converts tab. So funny enough, right? Hugo Senslat is at, or Zachary Albert is, is at a 77% uh, conversion rate of catches to targets, right? Um, if I did uh, Stensland right now, which I think he's around this same ballpark as well, like I they're all, they're all so <laughs> they're all pretty there, they're all pretty similar. Yeah, so they're here on that seventy-five range, right? Right. So here, like I'll just do it quickly here because how so quickly are you doing this? This is not quick at all. I know I'm just tired, man. Uh, from eating, uh, from failing, yeah. Yeah, okay, failing didn't fail me. So Stensland's at seventy-six percent. Yeah, so 77, 76. And Joe Morgese is at seventy-six. So they're. <laughs> They're all hovering in that 70, Can you have a good tripod of winners? No. The converts. You look at the convert game. Yeah, but then what you can... No, no. But look. Look at the three... The triple crown. Receptions, yards, touchdowns. Okay, but it might come down to converts. But let's say Jordan Marquez has 20 touchdowns. Yeah. Touchdowns for me are huge. Pease has come on the show and said in the past that... You know, a 10-yard catch anywhere on the field is a 10-yard catch whether it's in the end zone or not. And I disagree. I think there's more pressure when that ball is, when you're in the end zone and that ball is a is a more pressure catch than anywhere else on the field. So to me, touchdowns are big. They're not, you know, five times worth like yards. But for me, touchdowns are big. But so are yards. You know, if, if someone brings it all the way to the 30, like for a 39-yard gain and it gets tackled at the one, you know, a one-yard touchdown, what's worth more? One-yard touchdown or the 39-yard game? Well, it's, it's, it's like, obviously it's like asking, would you rather win uh, three Super Bowls or be a Hall of Famer with no Super Bowl rings? I mean, it's not really the same thing. but Yeah, no, but, it's, it, but that's what people ask, right? Would, would you rather have a career, your average player that wins three rings, or be a Hall of Famer that doesn't right. win a ring? Yeah, I, I, I guess, uh, yeah. Right, without, same thing. If yeah. you get a 39-yard catch. The, the stats without the score. Right, you thing. get 39-yard catch, but you, you don't score a touchdown, but yeah. the guy has five touchdowns. In, what do you yeah, want? so in, in that particular scenario, yes, I would advantage, give advantage to the 39 yards. So, look, I, I, really, I really think whoever's, you know, Selecting the all-stars gonna have to uh, or the award winners. It's gonna have to go to the converts page and see if there's a significant difference there uh, Zach Algbert's skill has four single point converts Hugo uh, Stensland has two off of one pointers and an extra point two So he has uh, four points as well if you total those uh, Joe Morgese He's pretty low on that list. So I don't see him, so he, you know, write him out of contention for me. So right we're there. we're looking at extra point converts yeah. as being the determining factor. I think you have to, even though Joe Morgese could end up having most yards receiving. Well, no, look, if he has most yards and most TDs, it has to go to if, him. If if the yards, if the yards stay as okay, look, yeah, yeah, Stanley like can't go hard. Yeah, Stanley like can't go hard now. He's he's at four sixteen. He's done. Yeah, he's unfortunately. Yeah, he's he's out of contention. But if. It, Joe Morgese still ends up at 41, and Zachary Albert Skills ends up at 475. Um, no, then, then, then the yards are, are the same, and Joe has, has three more touchdowns, so that, that gives him receiver of the year. 
So let's say Zachary Albert Skills gets three more touchdowns, but he's at four seventy. Oh, then. Well, no. If they have the same amount of touchdowns and Joe has five more yards, the five more yards. But gets... Zachary Albert has more receptions. No, no. You know what I'm saying? Yards. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to give you scenarios that, hey, what if this happens, that happens. Then right? you go to the conference page. So that means Hugo, Hugo Stensler is out then. Yes, I'd, I'd, I'd say so. Then you go to the conference page, and Zach Albert's goal has put four points on the board for his team on, on converts. Those are huge. Those are huge points. Those win games. The only way Joe, Joe McGizzi wins it if he gets 500-plus yards. Joe doesn't have a single convert. He's not on the but convert page. if he gets page. 500 yards receiving. Yeah, then yeah. He yes. wins it. Okay, yes. so he needs to get 19 more yards to, to assure himself that. It depends how good of a game Zach has. It really does. But if Zachary Albuquerque has a great game but doesn't get 500 yards receiving, then what? And, yeah, no, then he would need four touchdowns if that doesn't happen. Okay. He need, would need a four-touchdown game. Okay. Well, we have another week or so to determine that. Okay, okay on to women's. Uh, we had quite the feisty game yesterday. Uh, you were a scorekeeper there, uh, Iggy. A little bit. Um, I even spoke to our very own Lamise Aljundi about it. And uh, perhaps a rematch in the playoffs. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, I did pick them to win. Uh, Red Nation uh, being Wildcats 13 nothing, But it was the handshake line where it got a little bit edgy. Yeah, I'll give some context, I guess. Uh, I was scorekeeping this game. Um, as you can see, you know, quarterback uh, Catherine Bolduc, not her, not her finest game. Uh, 16 incompletions. Because four. you were there, yeah. were the four INTs bad reads or were they good plays from the defense? Uh, no, they were basically uh, fielding punts and uh, taking them one of those all the way to the house was Kia Allen uh, Beckles. Uh, putting up six uh, points for of the thirteen that Patrick Vintes, yeah, yeah, she yeah, uh, tried to take one all the way to the house in the at the end of the first half as well. Uh, was tackled about twenty yards shy though. Um, so not not a great day at the office. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, uh, not a great day at the office, of course, for uh, Catherine Balduk. Look, she felt that her receivers were getting uh, getting bumped a little bit too uh, too hard causing some incompletions, um, and rightfully so. I, I, I think there were some penalties that were missed on in, in this given game. Uh, nothing egregious, though. Nothing, like, absolutely blatant and, and how could you not see this? And No, but at the same time, given, you know, given 16 incompletions, four interceptions, putting up zero points on the board, uh, you're, you know, not the, the defense may be getting away with, with a little bit of contact here and there. Uh, there was some frustration on her end uh, at, at the end of the game, and it it uh, it went through on the on the handshake line. So and and, and you know what? To be fair, uh, there there was a email you know written out. Catherine Bolduc did apparently reach out to Lamise after the game and apologize. Uh, you know maybe thought some and I I don't know what the personal well, stuff the was, but said maybe some personal stuff. Uh, outside of of the field, what was at play? We need some so, personal stuff in here. So, anyway, like so you eat crust. Well, crust is not part of the pizza. I think it's personal. Pizza. Crust is part of pizza. Uh, so look, the look the the player realized that maybe you know it was taken a little uh, a little too far, and she apologized for it. But yeah, it was a it was a feist. The game wasn't that feisty. So so now to give a a brief uh, recap, uh, both honestly, both offenses struggled. Uh, there was 
zero offensive touchdowns with six or five minutes left in this game. Uh, the pick six being the the uh, the game winner uh, and a late score by Gigi uh, Cabillo Abante. What a baller! That was a great call by you uh, naming her. You know, on uh, team potential team Canada, the uh, MoCon Olympic team. Yeah, yeah, great. Uh, she's 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 an athlete out there, and uh, she lets it be known with with her play. That's the thing, right? She doesn't let it be known uh, expressively with with. Uh, with any taunting or anything like that, no, it's she. She lets her play do the talking, and and she's uh, she's one of Red Nation stars, and she was uh, her and K. Allen Beckles, and uh, and even uh, you know what, I'll give a shout out to Marilyn Cesaro. Got her, got some really nice catches. The the three of the six targets that went her way, uh, um, knocked down a couple bad downs from uh, from uh, Catherine Balduc completing her passes. So offense struggled, but the defense came to play for Red Nation, and that's been their calling card. B- by the way, um, that's a four-point swing for Red Nation because mm-hmm. had they lost that game, they would have been four and four. And they probably would have been okay in, in the double elimination stats, but because of that win by Red Nation, it keeps the Wildcats below the dotted line, and now Wildcats have a one-and-done scenario where if they lose, they're out. Yeah. So they don't have the luxury of having uh, two loss. They will have a bye. Though yes, uh, to to start the the knockout round, uh, and then we'll play the winner of X and X and Red Bull. Yeah, which they should be the favorites there. Uh, just a heads up, uh, an email sent out by the league uh, this week about the town hall. Is it is it called the town hall panel? Is that what we have right now for the women's league? Um, I believe it is called right. that. Although I'm not sure who's invited to it, so maybe we don't talk about this right now. What was the email sent out? Uh, yes, to an. I agree with Eagle. Oh yes, fair enough then. All right. Uh, stay tuned wow, for you'd that. be terrible in a conflict, a, a, a confidential and privileged environment, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. uh, Shane Pinto. Jesus. Yeah, I would have bet on myself though. Anyway, we'll, you'll find out what's going on. He here. didn't bet on himself. Doesn't matter. You also don't know. Uh, uh, you know anyways. who shouldn't have bet on himself? Mokan. <laughs> well, Mokan is. Yeah, yeah, uh, I'm gonna do oh, it. Oh yeah, I'm gonna do it. Oh, we gotta, we gotta get that. Can we clip that? Eagle, clip that. Mokan is doing a okay, guys. I was fine. Anyway, anyway. Your pizza's still not done. Pizza's done, It's guys. been over an hour. No. Pizza's done, guys. Eat your Skittles. They're there's gummy. And there's crust. In, they're in gummy. No, flavor. I can't. Okay. Uh, Polish, by the way. And they're good, huh? Yeah, they're good. Yeah. I finished them right after I finished the pizza. Oh, you actually ate the crust then, right? Yeah. Okay. You jackass. You want to eat the crust? I'll eat the freaking crust for you jackasses. It wasn't much crust. Look at this. this is there much wasn't crust. much crust. It wasn't much, he says, after he doesn't finish it. I knew the crust would do you in. Who are we talking about next? No, no. Let me eat the crust. You guys talk about the show. I'm eating the crust. We're still going to stay in the women's division yeah, here. Here's the thing I want to look at right now for yeah. the women's division, right? So Wildcats now in the single side elimination here. X and X, okay. They have shown signs of life. Um, so, signs of improvement, too. Yes, yeah, marked improvement. Uh, look, it's a high school-based team. Uh, it's, it's a really mm-hmm. young team. Yep. These, these, You know, we talk about... Uh, um, in, in, in the men's league, we talk about men's against boys sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. It's women against girls, right? These are high school girls who are grade 11, not, not going to stage up now. But they show an inability uh, to be competitive for half. Stick around two. in games, yeah. Yeah. Um, could they get a knockout win? I think so. Against Red Bulls in their first matchup here, which yeah. is a set in stone. I think they they yep yeah, they have what it takes to uh, to beat a Red Bulls team that has yet to win a game. 
I yeah, by by the schedule here, they're actually playing each other before the playoffs. So a bit a little bit of a Al's Hamilton uh kind of situation here where they're Which playing. Which should be at, by the way. Okay. Sure. We're changing on the bus. Again, we're going back to this. Um so X and X get to maybe show Red Bulls um you know, some different plays that they may or may not use in, in their in their playoff game. Should Gino do that at all? Should Gino, should Gino keep it? No. Should Gino or, or uh, Red Bulls keep their offense? Five-yard hooks. Five-yard hooks. I mean, if that's what drives you down the field and scores you points, until the defense but, can adjust to that. But Gino likes to have a little bit of, of um, spice in his offense. Okay. So... Does he dare show anything that he will utilize in the rematch in a four nights time? He should. But why? Because if Red Bulls, if he tries it in this regular season game and the Red Bulls show that they can stop it, then he knows that he shouldn't go to those plays. But it should really be it. It is. It's. It's not taken to the next level. It's not CFL. There's not. There. There are no coaches sitting down watching tape. And, and really, you don't think Gino? Gino has sent me messages. Hey. Yeah, I know, but not Red Bulls. So the Red Bulls are not watching the tape on them and and watch them bring out a camera now. But Gino's going to be look. I think Gino's going to keep it basic, and then bring out something for them as a surprise. Sure. I would. Tr- I would try that during the regular season game though. Well, I think he's going to pop something out there. But okay. I think they do win. Yeah, I think they win. Yep. You know, and then after that, all bets are off for them. Yeah. Um, and how this could play out for them. But yep. I think this would be a success for them if they do get that win. Because Gina can build upon for you know, 2024 winter and women's too probably that they can maybe win three, four, maybe five games. And I think next spring, if they still keep the same core in place, they could be a favorite to win their division next spring. Could be, yeah. No, I think that's the buildup because yeah. winter, winter two, we're expecting how many teams roughly? Twelve to fifteen. Right. So that is a bigger number of teams. That means there's gonna be more competition. And if they can win three to four, I think it's a yep. magnificent effort. Yep. And then I think next spring, they go six seven. Then, then they're okay, and then that's their chance at a yep. yeah. at a deep playoff yeah. run. If yep. if my Defazio can continue to mature at that quarterback position without the pressure that she gets sometimes, then yeah, I think they're okay. Yep. So that's it. Brutes, look, they ran it. They beat the Vortex, crushed them. Oh yeah, not even close. I don't know who's going to touch this team. No, no, Brutes are on a they're on a mission. They're all the way sixty three points against three hundred and forty five four. Just it's. Congratulations! Brutal, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, that's crazy. It was they, it was it was not even a vortex looked down and defeated. It wasn't their full full squad. They were missing a couple of players. Quarterback Anika Browns was just didn't look like herself out there, and just nothing was working. Incompletions. She when she finally had enough fire on her passes. The, the balls were sailing and, and receivers were dropping the balls, but she didn't look like her normal self, like I was saying, and just balls were, were just five yards short of a receiver and bouncing, hitting off the ground. Nothing was working. That, like, just it was all. And especially, I, I'm going to say, mo, uh, there was a weird pause there, sorry. 
But uh, especially coming off a game in the co-ed division against Fit Squad, where Mo Lacasse was playing for uh, throwing for plenty of fish, I felt like the game slowed down for her in the women's division mm-hmm. just enough, and then she was just picking apart that vortex defense, which usually comes up with at least one interception. Right. Uh, look, I just think unless someone, unless aliens abduct this team, the entire team, entire brutes team. Which player, one player, take one player off the team to give Vortex uh, the victory? Mold the cast. Yeah, no, I agree. Mold the cast. Yep. Uh, yeah, she's the leader of the. Of yeah, that you know, she's like, the general out there. Yeah, this is this is this is a, a revenge tour against Peasy, who picked against these guys last for last Fall Cup. These so. girls. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna run it. It's. I feel like we need to have. Like two trophies in this division, because I'll, I'll explain why. And nothing yeah, against them is that I just feel like Brutes are going to run it. They're going to like it's it's their is their chance to literally demolish teams and be ruthless and clinical and 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 punish teams. And, and where's the second trophy coming? But you know what I'm saying, like participation trophy. No, no. Mokan, do you want to participate? I know where you're getting at. No, no, no. You want a participation trophy for the pizza I don't. challenge. I don't. But, okay. But what I'm trying to imply, though, is that it's like, there's a considerable gap with Brutes and Vortex. In the Fall Cup, yes. Compared to everyone else. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, I'm sure Red Nation and Wolfpack and Wildcats would love to challenge them, but they know on paper they're not going to compete with them. So, in hindsight, is that really a true definition of a finals win? For these teams, like I'd rather see Red Nation take on Wildcats in a rematch, which is, could very well happen, which I think would be fun to watch in the third installment. I guess I see what you're saying. You know, but don't 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 count out Vortex. Like I said, that full roster. I don't believe the full roster was there. They're not gonna run with them though, Eggs. They're not, man. Like even full roster, no full roster. Dude. Brutes double them in points four. Oh, I I don't I I don't disagree with you. So, like even full roster, right? Even though they didn't have anyone out there in the last game against Brutes, they still didn't comp- compete with us. Though they didn't compete with them in the overall landscape. I think they can make it more competitive, though. Is my point. They 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 can make it more competitive. Well, we'll see what happens. They they could. That's what I'm saying. I don't don't necessarily think <laughs> think yeah. so, but they could. I've seen it in previous seasons. All right, on to Tier 1. Um, CFB played Bless. CFB wins that game by two over Blessed. Uh, Bless now it's up for grabs number two with uh, Ryan Lumière, their final game. Are Bless on shaking ground to hold on to number two? Because they're their number one speed, speed coming in last night, yep. and now they can be number three by the end of the business week. They can if they lose their game, right? Yes. And they're playing who? Ryan Lumière. Who Ooh. is number three? Oh, who would technically leapfrog them? That's right. I, that's a tough. That's a tough defense to go up against the Royal uh, Luminaire. Defense. And they know them very well, right? They know them very well. Blessed and yeah, there's Lumière. a there's that's another good rivalry yeah. in, uh, in FPF, the one of the newer ones, but a very good one. No, I think blessed after a, a hard, tough loss. 
on Wednesday night. I think they come back and they, I, they win. I it. wasn't convinced by Blast in that game against CFB. What, why not? What was, what, was the, what was the what were two things that you saw that didn't convince you? I just thought the play calling was a little bit lacking. The desire effect that they wanted, um, with taking deep shots. Yeah, seeing Harrison balls. Just, or yeah, what? seeing Harrison. Like he had a good game. Like his stats will say he had a good game. Okay, but I just thought that they didn't really exploit. Uh, the pockets of space open in the middle of the field that the Braves were giving them, and it was a lot. Of, it was a lot of short passes, right? The Jafars, the Sir William Powers, the Langshaws. Yeah, that's, what happened? I dropped the skittle. Got oh, me. okay. Um, you know, Isaiah Lard was zero for three. Yeah, that's a big target, man. You know, uh, and, they, and and tell me the nature of the passes: too high, too low. Fifty-fifty battles. That's what it was. Okay, right? and I just thought I out out. Give me Isaiah Lard against almost anyone. Yeah, I'm throwing a 50-50 ball Yeah, by Isaiah. That's not yeah. a bad decision. No, for sure, right? And the only reason why they had a chance to win is because Lard picked off um, uh, Joe Mayer. As a rusher? As a rusher. Ooh. And that, <laughs> that gave him a chance, right? And then they went, they they went, they scored. And rather than go for the two-point cover, they, they went, went the onside. The and they got denied at the end. So I just think they, they also missed, not botched the time, but they misjudged the ability to work the clock as you say you would normally work the clock, right? They called it timeout early in the second half. Um, sorry, in the second half, they called a timeout. They were down to one. They had scored, and they were about to call a timeout again, thinking that they can decide to use a two-point convert. But then the referee said, no, you have, well, if, you, if you're using a two-point convert, you need to say, hey, we're using a two-point convert, yeah. or we're going for the onside kick. Therefore, you've exercised your timeout. You can't call a timeout and then say we're going to use the extra, uh, onside kick at that point. Uh, yeah, yes, you can. <laughs> and guess who the ref was? The Eagle, Leo. Leo Gervais, Yeah, he said. Yeah, you we talked about this. Anyways, it's okay. He's you, wrong. If I you, think he's right, but anyways, because he said he said. That but we did, if you we guys did. call a timeout and don't declare we're going to go for onside or two point convert, you can't go for the onside kick. No, that defeats <laughs> the purpose. <laughs> what I said, but I was shot down. Anyway, so anyway look, I don't know. In a timeout situation, if the bags are not set, you're allowed to change your mind. So they didn't go for the two-point conference. They went for the onside kick, and they Which got Which is stopped. the right move, by the way. It's the right move because there was – was their clock still on uh, – still rolling like under like two no, minutes? It was, it was plays. It was five plays, plays or so? It was plays. It's still the right call because you give five or four plays to Jomayor, he's going to score. He's going to score. Or kill off the game. Oh, if you if you don't get the the two point, yeah, yeah. It, two point would have tied it. Yeah, yeah. So they, yeah, you got to go for the win. Though, fe- uh, uh, converting on an onside kick in the Laval Dome harder than any other. It's field. a lot longer. It's it's that's that's By a like true fourth yards. and twenty yeah. scenario. Like three four yards, right? Each side, like of the field. eight yards. Yeah. By depending, uh, you know. Yeah. Kind of, so I just yeah. think that Bless didn't really. Utilize the time properly in the final like five minutes of the game, and uh, look, I think Joe Mayer, I think Isaiah Lard has Joe Mayer's number. Yep. Rushing him, you saw his numbers; they weren't that great. They weren't the Joe Mayer like. I know Mike Pearson is not there; he's in Bermuda right now. Who Kinda, snapped then? Um, who snapped? You know what? I totally forgot. Was it Christopher Ferro that snapped? Oh, maybe. Maybe Ferro that snapped. I totally forgot about that. But, but you know. Now we get to that point where CFB will probably be number one seed. Now for Bless, like, can we – are you comfortable enough to say that they'll be the number two seed by the end of this uh, first round of competition? 
I'm not confident about it. I think they'll beat Royam Luminan in a, like a one point. It, that one too is going to come down to converts. But I'm not confident about it. I think they will. Right. Which sounds like I'm conflicting. Mm-hmm. I think they, they end up with the number two seed. Yeah. Okay. I, I think Bless is going to be okay as number two seed. But they lose. I mean, it ends up being seed numbers, right? At that point, you, look, you're going to have to go through everyone at some point. right? Yeah. It's just the order of how you do it. Right, but you just kind of yeah. want to have that momentum going into the, to the knockout stage. Of, hey, we're, we're we're rolling, we're good, we're healthy, ready to roll. So I just think that well, this game means it's the difference between playing four five zero ballers and Maroons two point zero. Well, I right, play or, right because uh, oh, actually, actually, no, the number two seed gets a buy. That's huge. Yes, yes, That's you're huge. right. Yeah, you're right. So it is huge. Yeah. You're actually right about that. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I still think they do it, but it's a really close game. Really close. Yeah. It'll be, it'll, it'll, be, be, it'll be who's better at converting their two points. And right now, I, think I Royale, love Royale Lumiere is better. Yeah. Yeah. They, they're, they're just those heavy, tall guys, right? Yeah. And they, when you need to just, when a play is dying down and Jesse Dupree just throws one up in the air. Uh, yeah, Royam Luminar, yeah. more likely than not, it's going to come down with that ball. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Anyways, absolutely. I, I still think Bless will do it, but not super, 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 super confident about that. All right. Uh, run it, okay, convince me why run it once will run the table in the knockout rounds. Well, they'll only run it once. Yes, but why will they do it? Convince me they're going to do it. Like, Tell me why they're going to do it. Uh, why they're going to win? Win yeah. out? Yeah. They're going to win tier one? Yeah, they're going to run the table. Because I, I I'm I'm shocked the two four and one or, or no yeah I'm shocked they're not going to get double uh, status to work with. Agreed. Um, I'll tell you that now that Dan Lazara is out for this season, that they probably have other than Jomaire and George Yerepi, they might have the best quarterback wide receiver tandem in Jeff Rosenblatt to Anthony Briswell. I'll give you that his second option is then Quade Johnson. That That's probably the best wide receiver two in the division. Um, and I think that the rushing ability of uh, Justin Blackie, if he's indeed rushing, sacks two. Oh, they had Nas Dillon rush once or twice. Uh not enough to be significant, but I just they have guys that if the defense can hold long enough that the pressure can get there, though interceptions four, five, six, seven on the season, so they're getting roughly one per game. And I think that if they get one in a game, that that could be enough for Jeff Rosenblatt to go perfect in the game and and uh and run the table. So Wide receiver, uh, quarterback duo, best wide receiver number two. If the defense can get one stop per game like they have, that could be enough for Jeff Rosenblatt to ice the game. Yeah, Quay Johnson, Manuel Alawat, Antobis Watt, James O'Han. How the hell did two four and one? And they're, they're they've and and Skyler Baylor. Yeah, and they're and they're yeah Skyler Baylor too. Also, who's playoff eligible? And they beat in never overtime. And I think the other game that they won was hashtag an R, I believe it was. Uh four five oh ballers. Four five oh ballers, ballers yeah. right? You know, I, I'm shocked. I it, a major disappointment in tier one this year and how they were. 
Uh, yeah, overall, yes, especially the last game I saw and talked about it with Brent uh, yeah. versus Cap Friendly Braves. Yeah. Losing to Mangus 56-24 to is just a question marks all over uh, for me. And then losing a close one to KGB 46-39, just yeah. getting out, you know, uh, out beat by a score. Yeah. I'm, disappo- I'm disappointed. And a, and a tie with hashtag NR. Well, I remember that game in uh, in Laval. Yeah, it could have gone either way. Right. Uh, four or five old ballers, Mangus, are intriguing to me. Um, they're going to play each other this week. So what do you want to learn from one of these teams going into their last game in preparation for the knockout stage? Four like, or five old ballers who? Against Mangus. What do you want to learn from each one thing from each team as you prepare for the night? Neither of them are going to change whether they're upper bracket or lower bracket. So this game is effectively meaningless. It's just for seeding. Right. So I want to know if Gene Zialexi is the real deal at quarterback for tier one on this team. Uh, We saw his highlights uh, by Chris Rive with the drone. Um, Look good out there, in my opinion, against a tough uh, Royam Luminar defense. Uh, You want one more shot. And one more game of reps under your belt to see if uh, that's the that's your answer at quarterback for the playoffs. Uh, for Mangus, it's it's much of the same thing. Is can you compete and can you can your offense go out there and put up forty points against a stifling defense of four five old ballers? So I think the offenses have a lot to prove here for both sides. Yeah, I think. Four five zero needs another game of reps for Jinsley, primetime Alexi to get because he is as much as he's dominating co-ed, Div A tier one, it's Div an, one, a different, beast, different, yeah. different beast now, and those windows get tighter, you know. Yeah. And uh, I know they miss Lazara at quarterback, and they got Jinsley, uh, primetime Alexi being the guy for them, but he needs those like twenty to thirty passing attempts that he'll have on the weekend against uh, Mangus, right? So I want to learn from him how he is your Ray about the maturity at that position, if he can become that guy that can make those throws. Because re- re- realistically, what it is right now is him using his athleticism, his ingenuity, yep. and just buying himself time to find a guy to open up. And whether it's A.J. Gomes or whoever it is, uh, it's worked for them. But now it gets to that point where it may not work for them, right? They'll get double, they'll get double status here. Yep. But you cannot have that bad game. And I think for him, that's what I want to learn from him as they play Mangus uh, coming up. On to Tier 3. And uh, hold up here. Killer Rays. We'll start with them right now. Okay. What about them? Are they in the penthouse or economy class of Tier 3? So we're talking about condos and airlines. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. This is why you failed the pizza challenge. Are they in the penthouse, first class, or are they in the economy class? First class or business class? I'm confused now. Because Killer Rays what? are the fourth seed right are now. They, are they living in the basement? I don't. I don't get it. They're the fourth seed is right there now. A basement on a plane? Well, penthouse. Cargo, no. Where's the penthouse? You put people in the cargo? I don't think you're allowed. Dogs. Dogs, pets, yeah. So you're calling them dogs, in the bad way. No, it could be the good good way. They're, they're sure. dogs. Whatever you want. They're dogs. Um, this guy's dog. He's a dog. It's a metaphor. But are, are they in that conversation with uh, fans, Idaho, and West Island boys? Or are they not in that? I think on a good night, they are. Um, it's an interesting team. They're 
they're an interest at, at an interesting co- crossroads uh, of their FPF development. They've obviously come up from Division Six, seen some success there. Uh, well, struggles early on, actually, in their in their early on careers in FPF, like every team, like every flag team, uh, won a Division Six D championship, uh, moved their way up to Division Five, Division C, where they there, of course, rightfully so, struggled. Uh, but took that experience and and brought it now here to uh, the tier three, five and t- they they these three teams above them, like who who can they beat today? Well, look, look they're gonna play Idaho Utapimps in their uh, this coming week, I believe, or next week. So that one's gonna be interesting. Hard since I'm on Idaho, who do you think wins that one? I'll make the pick this on on the uh, piece of the week. Oh, okay. Like I don't. Th- I don't. Well, think Eagle Eagle doesn't do games of the week, so Eagle Idaho Udipemp versus Killer Race. Who wins that game? I I think Udipimps will because I think all the advantages that Killer Race usually have in matchups are easily countered by Idaho having the same quality of a team right. with a better playbook and better schemes. See, West Island Boys is who I like in this. Uh, Three horse race in the penthouse. I, I think again on a good day, I think they can give all three of these teams a run for their money, but I just see them coming one or two points short, maybe a full possession short. So they're not elite then. They're, no, they're, they're very, they're very, very good. They're so, not. So they're in the first row of economy where they have lake space, but not enough to get so to the first class. If I, you know what, if, if, cause tier three is always interesting in terms of what is tier three. And I think the high end of tier three is div four. And I think the low end of this tier three is like div five, a five B. So for them to not be in div four, even though they did sign up for div four, they're like in between 5A and 4, which doesn't exist. That's why I think it's like a, an interesting crossroads in their FPF careers right now. Right. I think they're in like no man's land of, of like a winter season. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough then. That's, that's my opinion on that. Um, sp- <coughs> sorry. Spots 5 through 10. Uh, right now, one point separates five, spots 5 through 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we going to see. A race for those spots, or are you confident to say that it's going to be as is from what you see with the 80s, Team Sexy, Penetrators, Joes, Panini, Mangoose, and Trap Stars in that order? Uh, I don't know about the order, but I think those teams uh, cement themselves as double elimination. Um, though, Lightwork can jump Lightwork up and New Diablo. No, New Diablos, I don't think, can do it. Um, just because they have one game left and they can only get a max of eight. Light work is the team that bandits could, could jump, jump up there. No, but bandits can get a max of, no, uh, I, of I, nine. I, I get it, but they're just they. It's been weird for bandits. Yeah, unless uh, Emil Scaff turns it around, and and maybe he can. Yeah, uh, not saying he can, but unlikely. Let's just say. Right. Right. Uh, light work faced Joe's Panini, so that's probably one that determines. Uh, if there's truly a major shift in uh, in the double elimination, I still think Born in the 80s, Team Sexy, Penetrators, Paninis, Mangoose, and Trapsters are your double elimination. So no one's, but in that green side, no one's moving up. They're, they're holding 
in that order then? Just by games played, uh, Panini could make a little bit of a jump. Right. Uh, maybe Penetrators as well, but that that looks right to me. Okay. I could be wrong, but it looks right. Speaking of paninis, do you regret your pizza choice? Would you have rather gotten a sub, or you were good with it? No, pizza was good. Uh, I Why did you not listen to Pisa's recommendation of bacon and cheese? Uh, Because I just went with a classic. Okay. It was good. It was like three layers of pepperoni on yeah, top of each I other. Know, eh? Was there? Yeah. yeah. Super chunky. Yeah. Like pepperoni? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. yeah. Doo -doo -doo. Like, do a layer, and then do another layer, and <laughs> yeah. then do another layer. Yeah. How does that look? You still have more? Was, I just want to see how it looks. Is there still another piece? Yeah. Let's see how it looks. It's hard to tell. You'd have to take a bite out of it. Or no, lift the cheese. Lift not. the cheese. You'll see it. No, I can see it. No, I see it. I see, oh, I see it. <laughs> Whee! Here, add that to his plate of the other pizza he didn't finish. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Shut up, you idiots. You know it's been an hour and a half. Yeah, okay. Shut up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly an hour and a half. <laughs> Idiots. Here I am, four minutes over the limit because of a delay. Oh, Meanwhile, really? this cover here, ingesting all these carbs while you're having sugar. All these carbs? Did you see the fucking calorie count on that? Oh, now the calorie count becomes a big factor. Oh, I no, I no, hey, it. wasn't a big factor. I think this was 2,000, to be fair. I think that was 2,000 Yeah, calories. it wasn't a big factor, but this, I had the same amount. I had more this probably, actually. is much more lethal than your 50 candies that you had there. Uh, my 50 candies were 35 grams of protein. I did the math. <laughs> oh, protein over there, exactly. Hey, big, you know what, big boy? Next year we're gonna go 100 candies, right? I can do 100 candies. Oh, really? Huh? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Mister. I couldn't finish 50 in 25 minutes. I could finish it. You did. You you actually did not finish it. Even if I we give you, I my pizza. I literally tripled the amount of time you had left, and you still haven't done it. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> you know what my hat looks like? Remember reboot? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Reboot and then like the, the thing it was you know, colored of course you know what it looks like though uh, I you know because I'm a I'm a uniform nerd yeah uh, it looks like last year's Manchester United zebra I uniform know. yeah it's it's yeah. what it looks like you're telling me a soccer team wore like referee jerseys yeah like a, a horizontal zebra oh you know what it actually looks like twenty dollars you can buy these at the field actually yes. Yeah, this guy asked me, you sell any hats? Hats, we talked. I didn't Actually, say, did you can sell you, any? Did anyone ask you to buy a hat? I'm like, yeah, I came in lineups. We had lineups. Can, I, can you lean into your camera for a bit? Just get really close? Like, oh, no, like really close. I'm talking like uncomfortably close. So they can see your hat. Tilt. It's not, it's not a gray, it's a green Three, people. two, one. That's what it actually looks like. So if you're interested in buying one, feel free to do it. Yeah. I could have I could have just sat here. Why did I have <laughs> Because we want to do that to you. Okay, quickly here, guys. Um, How was that? That was me trolling you. <laughs> well done. Last one here, guys. Uh, lean in. Lean I'm in. Like, yeah. Really close. Yeah, closer, closer, closer. No, no, closer. No, move back. Closer. Close. Ah. Anyway, um, like we uh, moving to the last games here. I want to circle Rico Riders and Blue Drives, my teams I'm watching out for that can make a run. Yep. I. Both of those teams uh, underperformed, in my opinion. Not a controversial one at all. Uh, they're loaded with talent. Like, not even, like, one or two pieces down. Like, three, four, even five pieces, five layered stacks of talent. So, Rico yeah, Riders playing Bibi Magic this week? Who? Bibi Magic. Who? Rico Riders. Okay. That's a tricky game for them. 
and Blue, Blue Dry. Dry is playing Rude Boys. That, again, yeah. so again, Blue Dry should win that game. But the way their season has gone by, you might pick against them. We'll see later on picks game yeah. of the week. Yeah, I, I think I think Rico Rice have a good chance to make a run. I, I like them now. I know I called them out on my show me what you got segment, but which is very popular, by the way. Yeah, I, I got some uh, rave reviews about yeah, it. Yeah, show me what you got. We'll do that next week for playoffs. But I think they can do it because, again, it goes back to the point that they have that wealth of experience, which they do. It can really make a difference in the playoffs when it matters most. So, yeah, give me give me them to do some damage in the playoffs. All right, it is now time for... Time for you to finish your pizza. It's <laughs> <laughs> finished. Two pieces of crust. You guys are going to... Pizza crust. I had three pizza little crust. boxes oh, left, so yes, boxes. actually. Okay, pizza crust. Uh, in the meantime, let's just make sure we know where you're going to work off that particular pizza, and that's going to be at BuzzFit. Hey, FPF players. Looking to take your fitness to the next level? BuzzFit Gyms has a special offer just for you. Join us today with no initiation costs. Get ready to score big in the gym and on the field. Visit us at BuzzFit Gyms and seize this exclusive deal now. Make sure you seize this exclusive deal right now. But yes, it is time for Games of the Week! Mo, are you ready to pick or do you need me to stall for you for a little bit so you can swallow your crust? Go for Pizza it. crust. Mm, I feel like I have to stall for you. I feel like oh, you're go. not ready. Go. I'm ready. Are you really ready, though? I'm ready. Are you really ready? Yes. I don't think you are ready. I don't think you're ready for this belly jelly. How does that song go? I don't know. Oh. We're in week 10, right? Are we week 10? Are we week 9, technically? Whatever week No, nah, we're week 10. We have picked week 9 already. All right. We're going to go through these. Let's get this music going. We're going to start with co-ed tier 1, week 10. Deep balls kiss my end zone. End zone. And pick it. And the IG team, vultures. IG. Uh, I'll go vultures. All right, we're going to go co-ed two. We have Balls Deep and Kiss My Christmas Balls. Um, Battle of the Balls. Kiss My, kiss my Christmas Balls. Uh, I can't pick that one. I'm uh, on Kiss My Christmas Balls. Free agents no more. At least we tried. I'll go at least we tried. At least we tried. Sub-Zero, what are you doing, Step Bros? Um, Sub-Zero. You picked Step Bros during the show. I'm I going Sub-Zero, too. No, I did. Why and why? At least we tried. Um, I'll go why and why. Uh, yeah, I'll go why and why. One point victory. And Tigres Predators. I'm gonna go Preds. You also said Tigres during the show. What is this? Yeah, I I'll go Tigres. Shame, Mo. Shame. He uh, doesn't remember. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't remember. He's in a pizza coma that he failed. Tier two, the infantry still CRA. Infantry. Uh, yeah, infantry. That's what she said. The Stoics. Stoics. I'll go Stoics. Beer Belly Brigade, Easy W. Uh, Easy W. I'll go Easy W. One point victory. Junkyard Dogs, the infantry. Infantry. Uh, infantry. But it's a it's a trap game. And Voodoo Diamond Bougie. I'm gonna go uh, Dime Bougie. Dime and Bougie. Alright, we got tier four. Toon Squad, Rampins. I'm gonna go Rampins. I'm gonna go Ramp Fang. 
Meat lovers, pasta arabiat. Pasta boys. I'll go pasta because Mo can't finish his meat lovers pizza. Megaron, salt and a pepper. Megaron. Uh, Megaron. Who day? Save the turtles. Uh, I'm gonna go save the turtles. S T T. Wind Diesel, chat rats. Wind Diesel. Uh, Wind Diesel. Super Troopers, Cookie Monsters. Troopers. I'll go Cookie Monsters actually. All right, women's tier. Last game, X and X, Red Bulls. We go X and X. Oh, so now you're talking uh, consistency. X and X. Then we have tier one, Royaume Luminaire and Blessed. Luminaire. Uh, I'll go Blessed. Maroons 2.0, run it once. Maroons. Maroons 2.0. Mangoose 450 Ballers. I go uh, 450. Uh, I go Mangoose on that one. And Never Overtime Maroons 2.0. Maroons 2.0. Maroons 2.0. And then our last division will be Tier 3. Wide Open Bar In and Out. Wide Open. Uh, wide Open Bar. Blue Dry The Rude Boys. I'm going to go Blue Dry. BD. Trap Stars, West Island Knights. Trap Stars. Trap Stars. Baby Dragon Magic, Rico Riders. Rico. I'll go Baby Dragon Magic. Griff Nation, West Island Knights. Griff Nation. I'll go Griff Nation too. Born in the 80s, illegal use of hands. Illegal use of hands. Illegal use. Bandits, Joe's Panini. I'll go Joe's Panini. Joe's. Killer Rays, Idaho Utapimps. Idaho. Can't pick it. Joe's Panini, Lightwork. Uh, Panini. I'll go Panini. And the Predators, Mangoes. No, no, no. Not the Predators. What is Penetrators, this? <laughs> I'm sorry. Penetrators. <laughs> you screw up the last one. Yeah. I'll go Penetrators. I uh, I got a message from Pease, so I was like, oh, oh, I see if I can squeeze him in here, but it's not going to work. Did he fail? Uh, he, did he talk about Mo failing? Uh, he was going to try and get a clip for us, but he doesn't have it ready in time. All good. Uh, match words, please. Um, good night, Mike, Josh McDaniels. Good night, Dave Ziegler. Good night, David Perel. You suck at pizza challenges. Put the place up, yo we know what we made up. Can't get-